and love all you guys, and that's the bottom line. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Because Stone Cold said so. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. We have audio of the conversation between Mayfield and the Browns. Things were going so great. It's not you. It's me. The Rich Eisen Show. He has every right to say what's up. Today's guests, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts, ESPN college football analyst Todd McShay, basketball Hall of Famer Paul Pierce, Raiders defensive end Max Crosby, and now... It's Rich Eisen. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on Peacock. And for those who are listening on the radio, I am uh, very pleased to be here on St. Patrick's Day. But I am not wearing green because I am Jewish. Welcome to this program. Wait, is that a thing for real? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 was, I forgot. I was like, did I just... I, I, forgot. I totally impossible? forgot. <laughs> I totally I forgot. I it was because you didn't like Notre Dame, Rich, for a second. No, 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 no. that's true. Well, it's Colorado State is green, who you're playing against. Good to see you, sir. How are you? In like 15 minutes. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you guys. Hello, TJ Jefferson. You're wearing a New York number. What? what uh, it's, a, it's a 2006 Steph Marbury uh, New oh York Knicks uh, St. Patrick's Day edition. Okay, very good. You know what I'm saying? I like it. Well, give a little good to see out. you. Good to see you right here. It is tremendous to be here, Rich. And yesterday was a great day. Okay, good to see you. That's uh, lighting the candles, lighting the candle right here to start our program. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day to everybody. We've got a McShay on the program, um, <laughs> so that checks that box. We've got a Celtic, check that box. Paul Pierce will be joining us in the middle of the program. Uh, that that sound you hear is Warriors fans kind of sighing some relief. An X-ray on Steph Curry's. Left foot came back, according to Shams Sharania of uh, The Athletic, came back with no broken bones, but a strained, lig- a sprained ligament in his left foot that's going to keep him out indefinitely. Whoa. As Marcus Smart dove for a loose ball in the Celtics-Warriors game last night um, in San Francisco. And uh, Steve Kerr is not pleased that... Uh, Marcus Smart put um, Curry out of the game and uh, everything in jeopardy. I, I totally understand that the coach would have the back of his uh, of his player. Uh, it just looked like a loose ball that he was diving yeah. for. Uh, we'll ask Paul Pierce if that was some sort of basketball code that Marcus Smart violated last night. Um, but uh, for the moment, we have out indefinitely Ouch. Steph Curry for the Golden State Warriors who entered last night's action third in the uh, in the Western Conference of, of the NBA. So that's the professional basketball story. In terms of the college basketball story, the final tournament of Mike Krzyzewski's coaching career at Duke tips off in 12 minutes' time to put my absolute professionalism on the line, and this has nothing to do with the way I feel about Duke. It's because the Michigan Wolverines are the first team to tip (laughs) off in this tournament against Colorado State after Rutgers went out last night in a play-in game to Notre Dame, and I'm sure Rutgers was kind of like, okay, uh, we've got a play-in. Michigan doesn't. Michigan did beat Rutgers in one of those five games that Juwan Howard was out um, towards the end of the season, but uh, Rutgers had to play a playing game against Notre Dame and Mike Bray the night before uh, St. Patrick's Day. So that was a lot uh, to have to get through. And uh, Rutgers is out. Notre Dame moves through. And Michigan now tips off the tournament 
along with Colorado State. All right. And so the first um, few moments of that game will happen as I'm interviewing Dave Roberts. Uh, the game will end. This is the way I'm looking at it. The game will end as I'm interviewing Max Crosby in hour number three. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and then uh, I will be laser lock focused on the interview with Paul Pierce because that should happen around halftime. Um, <laughs> Todd McShay, I'll probably start speaking to him right after the 12-minute TV timeout of the first half. Just honestly, I'm not really going to be thinking about this um, game, uh, show in terms of where things are in the Michigan-Colorado State game, although that would be a lie. Uh, and I always try to shoot you straight, so I just did so. That's the way we're, we're getting started in this okay. tournament. South Dakota State and Providence. A team that Mike Del Tufo has been pounding the table because, for because he's he's done many of their games. And by that, he means he's pressed some buttons and moved some faders on uh, FS1 every now and then. Oh, it's Fox, too. My bad. My bad. Okay. That's the second game up uh, today. So those two games will be going on as we are on the Rich Eisen Show air. And then, boom, it will be just nonstop action all the way through. To probably about midnight Eastern. It's not four days stretch, Rich. Forty eight games in four days. It's great. It's unbelievable. It's wonderful. That's why it's March Madness. There's no question about it. And in the middle of all of it, we're waiting to hear what Deshaun Watson is going to decide. Mike Florio reported last night that the four teams that have met with Deshaun Watson, and let's put it all together. You've got Ian Rappaport, his report. And then Mike Florio's report together is that um, both of them have reported, and Mike also said yesterday, that the teams that met with Deshaun Watson already put in their bids for Deshaun Watson with the Texans, who said this would be good with us if this is done, we're assuming. They pre-approved the people to speak with Deshaun Watson. They gave permission to teams to talk to Deshaun, who I guess then accepted permission uh, from the Texans because he would be willing to go there. Because he has a no tra- it's crazy. He has a no trade clause, and so he can decide wherever he goes. But the Texans have to also agree to give permission to speak to Deshaun, which is what his prerequisite was before accepting a trade to your team. So there were. You know, you have to kind of thread the needle. He's got to want to talk to you. You've got to actually put up enough for the Texans to accept it. And I guess they're working in concert together so we don't get to the point of, yeah, great, I'm glad you want to go there, um, but we don't want to send you there. Or, great, I'm glad you've got the compensation from that team, but there's no way I'm going to that team. So... It appears all four of those teams checked some boxes to just get to speak with him. And Florio said last night, every one of the teams that spoke to Watson at these meetings with Deshaun Watson, owner of team, general manager of team, head coach of team, present in the room. There, physically, to say, hey, eye to eye, nice to meet you. No zooming, straight up. Person-to-person contact to say, we want you, Deshaun, and this is what we want. And Deshaun, you could look in our eyes, we can look in yours. And the crazy thing is, in none of these reports do we see anything about these civil lawsuits at all being a concern for any of these teams. 
it appears, or things have been yeah. satisfied enough for them to want to go ahead with this thing. Wow. So does that surprise you? Yes, it does. Yes. And the fact that they're all there, everyone's there, present in the room. Well, that doesn't surprise me. If you wanna if you wanna if you wanna give your best foot forward and show Deshaun Watson we yeah. mean business and we're ready to throw our arms around you and our organization around you and, and be one unit with you. Yeah. Yeah. Or you find out like, you know, Jimmy Haslam was in the room and Arthur Blank's like, Yeah, I had that three o'clock, couldn't move my schedule around. You know, like and Deshaun's right. like, What? I'm just throwing names out there sure, just yeah. for uh, you know, the purposes of making a point. So we come on the air today waiting for this Deshaun Watson news, and the four teams are, it's fascinating, the <laughs> the NFC South uh, kind of tilts in the balance here because it's every team, not Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers, talking to Deshaun Watson in the NFC South. Panthers, Saints, Falcons. And then you've got the Cleveland Browns, the only AFC team or non-NFC South team that's that's made a pitch. And we come on the air with news about the Browns, Chris Brockman? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, news about the Browns, guys. Uh, this morning, Adam Schefter and everyone else kind of reporting that the Browns have been informed that they're out. They're out. Out of the running for Deshaun they're Watson. out of the running. According to Mike Garofalo as well, they've been informed they're out. The team still views Baker Mayfield as their quarterback going forward. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, they told Mayfield's agents at the Combine they'd only explore top-tier quarterbacks such as Watson. Oh, that makes it better. Top-tier. There's so much in that tweet right there. There is so much there's tier. So, top-tier. There's so much in that. Oh, so Baker's top not top-tier? Well, I don't know. Or, uh, well, they didn't want to put other top-tier in more, there. That would have smoothed it out. How about this? More toppier than him. <laughs> top-tier? Yeah. <laughs> And then what about what Mort said last night? Which was what? I missed that one. That they're breaking up and that the Browns want an adult at the position. Oh, boy. I mean, these are some. You didn't see that? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So if you're complaining about the maturity of your quarterback and you don't want to attach your name to it, Mort's your guy? Is that what it is? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Because we heard about that about from Mort the Super Sunday about the immaturity of Kyler Murray, which yeah. Kyler then called nonsense. They want an adult at the position. Okay. Wow. Baker so they, can't go back to them. They, 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 they get kiss and make up. Yes, they can. And they'll have to. If With a lot of zeros. Unless they are just saying Baker's our top choice at the quarterback position. At so when you come at us, Chris Ballard in Indianapolis, when you come at us, John Schneider up in Seattle, don't think that we're over a barrel here. We're fine. We told his agent at the combine that uh, we were going to do this. He's been totally uh, made aware of this step by step. However, he did feel the need to send out a message to Cleveland writ large. Because it was just not a dear Cleveland, too, no, but just, just Cleveland. Hey, I want to hear from you. And it was in the notes app, Cleveland, obviously. And you know how the notes app has the different fonts now uh-huh. <laughs> and the sizes. How does somebody not, when you're talking to Cleveland, use Comic Sans? I don't understand. It would be next level. I mean, Cleveland. This is for Cleveland. The I'm not. You're breaking up with me. I'm breaking up with you. I invented it's not you, it's me. I don't know how to do it if you're Cleveland right now. Other than the fact of, hey, you're ours. 
We're yours. We tried. We kicked the tires. Let's go to work. Or Uh -uh. they're talking to these other teams right now and making their best possible deal while putting out there that um, they're fine with this. They just tried. They told Baker. We told Baker we tried. But the whole business, I did not hear that about more that they wanted an adult at the position. Now that's somebody whispering something. That those two, that those two tweets, the one from Mort and the one from Garofalo, is not. Uh, you, you can't square that circle. That's not in the same uh, geographic shape. We want an adult at the position, says somebody per source, and then another source is like, we told uh, his agent at the uh, hmm. at the combine that we were going to look at only top tier quarterbacks. So Cleveland. There you go. Keep an, an eye peeled on all of that. Do you take Jimmy G, bring him to Cleveland, and send Baker somewhere else, and then Indianapolis, then gets who? Jameis, if the Saints get him, or Darnold, if, uh, if the Panthers get him, or Matt Ryan, if the Falcons get him? There's just one big Deshaun stone to throw in the quarterback pond with some other ripple effects and so far we've seen the first quarterback in this issue or this situation have an issue just merely because it's known that one team talked to him and then um last night the uh the uh, nl all-star team was announced <laughs> and the manager is dave roberts <laughs> And um, yeah, for real, Freddie Freeman is going to Los Angeles by reports. He's agreed to terms, unless there's a Randy Gregory sitch somewhere around here. Seems unlikely. And I do believe when Dave Roberts joins us in a matter of moments, I will congratulate him on being the manager of the National League All-Star team, which, by the way, I think the All-Star game is here is in, here. in is, Dodger Stadium. Yeah, is here. Uh, who knew it was just for all 81 home games? <laughs> so there's 82 all-star games being played uh, for the National League, and it is Freddie Freeman, six years, $162 million reported dollars Ooh. for him to come back to his uh, home area and presumably bat between the Turners, Trey and Justin, right there in the third hole of the lineup that Mookie Betts tops with Max Munzee now being a designated hitter, maybe protecting Turner. That means their terrific catcher, Will Smith, Mike Bat sixth. Chris Taylor, who's just been more dynamite than not, with uh, maybe seventh. You might bat Cody Bellinger there with A.J. Pollock helping set the table in the ninth hole for Betts to turn the lineup over again. In case you're wondering, uh, that lineup that I just mentioned to you, all but Smith have appeared in an actual All-Star game. And um, by all measures... Projected stats, you know, you see that in fantasy pages. Projected stats. The projected on-base percentage for that team is 320, meaning 32%, one-third of the time they will get on base. Last year, that would place this Dodgers lineup with that lowest projected on-base percentage, 12th highest in Major League Baseball, and of the 18 teams below them uh, would be the world champion Atlanta Braves. And it's the eighth highest slugging percentage, 428, which is their lowest projection. That would be the eighth highest in Major League Baseball last year. 
Now, the question, obviously, is who's going to pitch? You got Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, Gonsolin Heaney, Andrew Heaney. Heaney. Lost Southern California, can't quit him. And then who knows about Trevor Bauer? So Dave Roberts is going to join us first. And Clayton Kershaw's back on a one-year deal. Oh, that's year. right. Clayton Kershaw's back, back on a one-year deal. So Clayton Kershaw's in that mix, too, clearly. My bad. So, uh, look. Yeah, Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the deal. Go win the and, World Series. And this man knows it, yeah. who's about to join it. It's World Series or bust. Mm-hmm. It's World Series or bust. If they don't care about whatever luxury tax that they're paying... To salute, as they say in the the Godfather, good for you. You got to win the World Series. You got to make it. You got to win it. And then just perfect example here of what's going on in Major League Baseball that the collective bargaining agreement did not fix is you've got one group like the Los Angeles Dodgers with money coming out of there, you know what, and they're spending it. And then up the road uh, in Oakland, Matt Olson, let's send him, let's home grow him, even though he's from Atlanta. Let's send him back to Georgia. Let's send him home. And then Matt Chapman, he's gone too. We'll send him to Toronto. And this is a team that's been that plucky A's team that's been winning more games than not. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, gosh, they're the ones in the AL West driver's seat. Who knew? They're going to do it again. They're going to have to do it again and start with guys you've never heard of. And one team is just, like, selling them off. And another team is selling out tickets. So. Okay. Dave Roberts is up first. Todd McShay with his, uh, we're going to check in on how his mock draft is all settling in um, as uh, free agency is uh, pieces are beginning to to land. Uh, Max Crosby will join us in hour number three. He's got a new teammate in Chandler Jones out there in Vegas. And then uh, right in the middle of the program, Paul Pierce will join us. You as well, 844-204-RICH, but let's beat it on out of Dodge so the Dodgers manager can join us. We'll get to a break right now, so we'll get to a break so we can get to Dave Roberts relatively on time. Uh, Meanwhile, Michigan's down 3-0. Oh, my God. (laughs) March Madness has begun. We'll reveal our final four later on. Let's take a break. We're back with Dave Roberts in a moment right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, o o o O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Dave Roberts, L.A. Dodgers manager, joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. And you just, again, for the terrestrial radio audience that just joined us, uh, you spoke to Freddie Freeman briefly last night. Is there any anything you can share with us, the, the conversation you had with your No, your it, first it's basement? just more of let's just get through the physical, let's get him in camp. And uh, it was a mutual kind of excitement. And, you know, I can't give, uh, you know, ownership, Mark Walter and, and Andrew Friedman and, and baseball ops enough credit for getting something like this done but uh, obviously i'm pretty excited rich but i'm i'm trying to temper the joy um but i'm not doing a great job of it <laughs> well again i know that it's tough to talk about something that's not yet official and anything exactly. can happen and things of that nature so hypothetically where do you, do you see in between the turners and the three hole is that something that you're you're you would be um, yeah, more you know, prone I'm going to have do? a conversation with him. I, I think that he, he certainly earned that. And it's kind of, I see him in the two or the three. Um, so kind of how I put together the lineup. But I, I'm certainly going to have a conversation with him. Okay, and now that you, I mean, or, or, you're not used to having a DH uh, more than just a few times a year. But now you're going to have one for all 162. Who who would that candidate be for the, for the Los yeah, Angeles Yeah, you know Dodgers? what? And it's funny is that I've always been sort of the advocate of, uh, you know, uh, the senior circuit and, and having the, the 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 pitcher and the double switches and and all that kind of stuff and not have the DH, but um, you know, with our roster, uh, it, it certainly alleviates a little bit of friction because uh, there's a spot that a guy can take four bats in a night. So I think for us, it's not going to be that traditional DH. It's kind of revolving. Uh, with a lot of different guys. Um, I think, you know, JT is one. I think, you know, Max, get him in there. Um, you know, Will Smith, you know, when he's not catching, maybe give him a, a day or two as a DH to keep his bat in there. So just to kind of get guys off their feet, keep their bat in there, probably most makes the most sense, uh, you know, with the way our roster is constructed. So you liked the NL way of doing it, and I can't believe I'm going to call it this, the, the old way of doing it, but now that you've got the AL way of doing it, is it grown on you? You kind of dig it right now? It's, it, it's grown pretty quickly, um, <laughs> and, I, and I understand, you know, as far as the fans and, you know, to have an extra hitter in there as, as opposed to a pitcher, you know, taking a couple, two or three at-bats in a night. Um, and, you know, you want to see that hitter. And, and guys like a Nelson Cruz, for example, I'm a huge fan. So to keep guys like that uh, relevant in the game, participating, contributing, I think that there's something to be said for that. But I'm like you, Rich. I just love the strategy and, you know, when to pull a pitcher, when to, you know, pinch hit and, uh, you know, the double switching and stuff like that. It just, it just, I like that kind of cerebral part of the game. Okay. So, um, you know, I, we, we, let's talk pitching then. Um, how does your staff look right now? How do you see your, your rotation going? I, I, I like our staff a lot. Um, I, I think it's certainly, uh, you know, we, we do a good job of, of the depth piece um, and obviously the pen, but obviously Walker Bueller, Julio Urias, uh, Clayton Kershaw, Andrew Heaney, we, we uh, 
acquired or, or signed uh, from the Angels. He's been with the Angels uh, in recent years. Uh, then you've got David Price, Tony Gonsolin um, to kind of fill out the rotation. So I named six guys, and we're going to be even deeper than that because uh, we got some young guys, Ryan Pepio, Bobby Miller, uh, Landon Knack, some guys that you're going to be hearing about, uh, Richie, soon, um, guys that are coming. Um, but I think that as far as getting through April and May, I think every manager is going to kind of agree in the sense of having guys that can take down multiples to kind of piggyback the starters who just don't have that buildup uh, that they're accustomed to in, in spring trainings past. Well, I noticed one name that didn't get mentioned by you right there is Trevor Bauer. What can you tell me about him? Dave? Yeah, I, I, I really can't. And it's not of just trying to, I just don't have the information. So I think, uh, I guess that the line is, I'm just going to kind of focus on uh, the guys that are in camp. And until I know more, um, and until he's with us, I just can't comment because I just don't know uh, enough information. But I'm sure as time goes on, you know, we'll know more. Okay, so right now you're planning to start 2022 and go for however how long without Trevor Bauer right now? Absolutely, yeah. Yes, okay. sir. So um, how's Kershaw? Clayton's doing great. You know, uh, like, like I, I've told a couple people, is he doesn't do a good job of – hiding his emotions. So when he feels good, he's pretty jovial and uh, through a live the other day, felt really good. It's just body's moving well and, um, you know, signed a one-year deal. So he and his wife, Ellen, are excited to come back for one more year. And I'm, I'm excited. It's just good to, to have him back uh, throwing the baseball, feeling good. And, you know, over the last couple of years, Rich, he's just gone through so many injuries and trying to find a way to, to come out and still perform, which he's done. But this is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and uh, it's good to see 22 in the clubhouse. So, what's the plan for him? I mean, are you gonna? How many innings do you expect? Right? I mean, what? Because you're gonna want to keep him. What I do know, Rich, is that he'll be ready for the first turn um, in the rotation. I I don't know, uh, you know, where we're gonna pencil him in as far as in what slot. But uh, and to your question, I I would think three to four is is pretty fair. could we get him into the fifth inning if, if all goes well in that first start? Uh, that would be the hope. But uh, you don't think three to four is fair, and we'll just have guys behind him and continue to ramp him up. Dave Roberts, L.A. Dodgers manager here on the Rich Eisen Show again the day after news breaks that Freddie Freeman is in the middle of this lineup. I mean, Betts, Trey Turner, Freeman, Justin Turner, Muncie, Smith, Taylor, Bellinger. If that's where you want to put him eighth, I mean, my God, Pollock, are you going to like laugh out loud sometimes when you when you actually start filling out your lineup card? You know I what? Mean, I, 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 it, it's pretty uh, amazing, and I'm not going to lie. I've run a couple exercises. Uh, I, I might have run a couple exercises in days uh, prior uh, with him in the lineup and kind of seeing how it looks. So uh, it, it is. Uh, it, it's a talented team um but the great thing about our game is you still got to go out there and perform and so but i I do uh like the club well i mean it's it's kind of ridiculous for me to ask it but i'm going to ask it anyway because you know it you know the the drill i mean you've also spent time in the northeast where where it's a pressure cooker just like anything else the the expectation is anything short of winning the the world series is is a failure uh, yeah, Dave. How do you... and, and I I spent time, you know, as you mentioned in Boston. I understand that that expectation in the market, and um, that's that's Los Angeles, and that's what you live for. That's what you play for, and um, you know, to have the expectation of the fan base. Uh, that's 
we know that going in. And so uh, I do believe in the process, how we go about it. I believe in the players, uh, you know, the coaches, front office, everyone. So um, that's our goal, too. Do you address that with players, like literally throw it out on a table and say this is uh, this is our expectation level as well? Do you do, you do that? I, I, you know what? It, it, it's, it's talked about a little bit. Um, I think for me, I'm more focused on the day at hand um, and and getting better. And I think that, you know, it's kind of the old adage, how you do anything is how you do everything. And so I think that's something our guys, that mantra, our guys have taken to. Um, so when you do that, you know, the byproduct with the talent, you know, puts you in a position to win a championship. But, yeah, I mean, it, it goes without saying our goal is to – Hold that trophy, be the last team standing in 2022. Dave Roberts, a couple more minutes left with the Dodgers manager here on the Rich Eisen Show. So uh, I, we're, we're hearing that there's going to be some sort of like competition committee similar to what, you know, the NFL has or what uh, uh, the NBA has more, I guess, attuned to that. Where, you know, in 2023, they're going to start talking about new rules, changes and whatever. But for sure, it looks like the shift might be uh, on its last legs here. Uh, Dave, what do you make of that concept? You know, I'm sort of, you can play both sides like most things. Mm -hmm. Um, I I do like the competition committee uh, getting different, you know, and I don't know exactly who's on that committee, but but hopefully it's some field personnel, some front office, some ownership, so you can kind of um, collaborate and kind of come to some consensus. But, yeah, with the shift, um, I, I definitely like the way that, certainly makes guys like Max Muncy, uh, we've talked about Freddie Freeman, uh, better baseball players, Cody Bellinger. Um, But I do like the way of, you know, with the rules, how how they have been, you're trying to get out. And so with the shift uh, allowable, permissible, uh, to move three guys to the other side of the diamond, put Manny Machado in short right field, Mm. it's smart. Um, But to kind of play it more straight, um, potentially have spikes on the dirt or just two guys on one side of the infield. Um, I'm okay with it, and, and it's up to players to just kind of adjust. Um, you know, but I, I, I can see, I see it both ways. Yeah, right? I, I see. It just again, I'm just as a fan, obviously. You know, I, and I, I, I just don't want to see like hardliners buy your lefties that would normally find grass being caught by a third baseman out in right short right center field. Like that's just. As a fan, it's just I want to see movement. I want to see you. You know, we've been talking about your strategy so much. I want to see you hitting and running, right? I want to see yeah. gappers. I want to see guys going from first to third, first to home. That's you know, triples. You know, like that's the sort of thing I want to see. And it just seems to be missing strike, uh, strikeout, walk, or home run. It's what it seems to be these days. And, and I think that that's a great point, and that's real. That's a real. Uh, you know, that's a really that that's that narrative. That thought um, is is very common and i do believe that it will take away the uh just swinging for the fences kind of narrative where yeah if i'm hitting balls and lining them to short right field and and i got a a third baseman there i'm more apt to now just try to elevate and and not try to hit line drive so now if guys are getting rewarded for hitting a ball you know, in the 5.5, that Tony Gwynn hole uh, to the right-handed nice. pull side or the left lefty in the four hole. Um, yeah, and you're going to see more action, more balls in play, and uh, and that's what fans want. Do you, do you like a pitch clock? 
Are you up for that? I, I do. I do. I, and I think it's one of those things that players are very adaptable. So I think early on it's going to be something different. But I do think that in between pitches and and nothing against uh, my old buddy Valverde, but, you know, that human rain delay, guys like that walking around the mound and uh, in between pitches to kind of speed it up, I, I think it's good for the game. And it's just that rhythm that I think that fans certainly need. Maybe you should go on this committee. Dave, I mean, seriously. <laughs> yeah, why don't you talk to, uh, you know, Mr. Manfred and get yeah, me on there. I, I'm serious. Like, you know, coaches in the NFL are on the competition committee. I mean, Vrabel, for instance, is a, you know, and Tomlin's been on it for a while. Pay- Sean Payton used to be on it. I mean, you're a former player, too. You've got a lot. Uh, you, yeah, why not? I appreciate it. And I, and I do think that it shouldn't just be, and I might uh, get a letter in the mail, yeah. but uh, but I do think that ownership – uh, and it shouldn't just be management. It, it shouldn't just, you know, it, it should be kind of everyone that has some skin in the game. And, uh, you know, no one sees more baseball uh, than the field manager. So, uh, but, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. Okay. Dave Roberts, thanks for the call. Congratulations, man. Tell me, what, what are your um, lottery numbers for the Powerball? Can you share those with me right now? Can you share? Number 5, 22, <laughs> 10. Yep. What number is Trey Turner? Six? Yep. There you go. Those are my lottery numbers. Walker oh. Bueller, 21. <laughs> How about that? Okay, come on. Hold on a minute. You're so close to actually giving them, and if that actually hits, Will Dave. Smith, 16. <laughs> Am I doing okay? What's your Powerball? The Powerball is, give me the highest number guy. What's what's, what's Bellinger's number? 50. No, 30, okay, 50. There you go. That's the Powerball. Mookie Betts. There you go. There you go. Bam. Well done. <laughs> Dave Roberts, thank you, sir. You take Somebody care. is going right, to play really. those numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me. Right. Yeah, they're called. There you go. Yeah, so me immediately. Play let's, those numbers and hit. That'd be amazing. Let's pull it together and see if we could make as much as Freeman. <laughs> I'm in for twenty bucks. All right, I'm in. Take care, Dave. Take care. All right, guys. Take care. That's Bye-bye. Dave Roberts, everybody. <laughs> you said make as much as Freeman. Mookie's the Powerball. Uh, wow. Fifty. Hey. Five twenty-two, sixteen, six, twenty-one, sixteen, fifty. Did I get those right? He said five, six, ten, oh, six. sixteen, twenty-one, twenty-two, and the Powerball is fifty. We are playing it. Ten. My bad. We are playing it. All right, so Powerball draws on Saturday, Let's and it's go. 147, so not as much not as, as much. <laughs> not as much as Freddie Freeman. Plus, we got to take taxes out, and then <laughs> so, if we pull, we got to divvy it up. So, so yeah. you know. Nothing short of the piece of metal will be <laughs> guaranteed Aaron Rodgers acceptable money, here <laughs> in true. Los Angeles. There you go, Mike. <laughs> We're close to that. All right, we'll take a break here on the uh, Rich Eisen Show. Um that interview was minus four for me. It was, Michigan was down one when I started it. They're down five now. Colorado State's been hot. They hit four three-pointers right off the bat. Well, all, all I'm saying is that we should, we should, we should um, um, compile the plus-minus for the guests. Dave Roberts is minus four. That's his only loss of the uh, last 24, 48 hours. Do you think the Dodgers will have a four-game losing streak at all during this season? No. How? How? Even if they have, even if they're struggling in pitching, which is clearly their weakest suit, and they're going to score twelve well, runs on. a game. Where's the slump in the lineup? I was just trying to figure out how we can get minus four into this season. I like it. I like it. All right, we'll take a break. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial when we come back right here on the Rich Eisen Show on a busy March Madness St. Patrick's Day. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about 
how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Ah, everybody, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Uh, Our terrestrial radio audience is about to rejoin us. Um, We've got uh, another game in the NCAA tournament has tipped off. A Providence leading South Dakota State. There you go, Mike. By four early. There we go. Dodgers early win totals, 97. Yeah, right. I mean, that's an insane number. But way over. Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit, our friends at Callaway Odyssey want to remind you, go check out that Tri-Hot 5K putter. It's got the legendary white-hot insert in it, and it's a blade that has the forgiveness of a mallet. So if you like playing a mallet and you said, I'm never going to try a blade, you need to try this putter. And also, you should just know this about the Odyssey line of putters. Number one putter on every major tour in 2021. Number one in worldwide wins at the last 37 major championships across the PGA, LPGA, and Champions Tour. Not only did more pros play an Odyssey putter in those majors, but more pros won major championships in 2021 with an Odyssey. And you also may have heard, as you uh, remember from uh, um, Japan last summer, uh, Xander Shoffley brought home gold. So, again, that classic blade with the forgiveness of a mallet, that's the Tri-Hot 5K. An example of why best players, only the best players in the world, rely on Odyssey putters when it matters most. See what makes Odyssey the number one putter on tour at odysseygolf.com. One uh, uh, piece of uh, NFL free agency that happened yesterday. The Buffalo Bills add Von Miller to the mix. Now, I need to see this contract. Six years, $120 million dollars. Sounds like so. It looks like it's more of a three-year, yeah. fifty-three million. That's it. I mean, based on the actual. But good dollar. for him to to go to Los Angeles, get that opportunity, win the ring, show that he can still do what he can do, and now, the, to me, this maneuver. Now I know they added O.J. Howard. They lost J.D. McKissick. The Bills. Uh, you know, it's kind of, you can't say loss just because the information men and women of the business report right. something in the negotiating window does not mean it's rock solid. But it looked like he was coming. Well, he had agreed to terms. He said it was going, and then he yeah. went back to Washington. Maybe it's because he saw Carson Wentz's uh, press conference and says, I got to be part of that. They saw Carson's glamour shot? His glamour shot. <laughs> what was that? With his, well, with his letter jacket. I don't know. It didn't work out well for the team. But all, hey, look, man. All, all I know is uh, the Bills made a big move with Von Miller, and the way I saw that is the Bills know that that's their division to win or lose. But the Bills know we've got to put Mahomes on his ass, or any of the quarterbacks from that stacked <laughs> AFC West. Listen, on his derriere. Lamar's got to go down, and he must go down hard. And sure, the Bengals are hitting the heck out of that offensive line. But guess what? Burrow's got to go down. He's got to go down hard. And anybody that's coming out of these young, new quarterback group that can turn themselves into the next Herbert from Lawrence or Wilson or 
Mac Jones is already, you know, the leader of that pack right now. Tua getting his shot. Tua. In that division, those young guys that you see a couple of times, Josh Allen, if he's not going to, you know, go nuts as we expect him to, you're going to have to play some defense at some point. And yes, Von Miller, that's what you've got to do. The arms race is now leading to the sack race. Chandler Jones has been added to the Las Vegas Raiders. Randy Gregory to the Denver Broncos. You already got Frank Clark. He's staying put. You already got Bradley Chubb. He's staying put. You've got Khalil Mack added to the Chargers to go with Bosa. This is the way it's working in the AFC right now. Now, you could say it works that way in the NFC, too. Sure. But the AFC is now the home of the quarterbacks. If this was a seesaw, NFC versus AFC, for all those years, it was Big Ben and Brady and Peyton Manning. You want to throw Phillip in that mix? Why not? Sure, he's good. You know, the occasional Flacco might raise his head for one year. Look up, look down, see a shadow, and then get out of Dodge. (laughs) No, and and that was the AFC. Andrew Luck popped in when Bre- when Manning, yeah. you know, left for Denver and then left the scene entirely. So you know, let me put, add, it, let me put it all together, and the AFC is now on that that seesaw. You know, the AFC is now winning that race big time. Let me ask you this, Rich. Yes, talk about quarterbacks in the AFC. So Allen and Mahomes are. One and two, if you were going to rank them, right? Just whatever order you feel like putting them in in the AFC. We agree on that? Sure. What is three, four, and five? Who are your three, four, and five in the AFC? So give me the top three again because I was watching Colorado State going an 8-0 run. I know. I'm sorry. I was trying to take your mind off Thank you. Go ahead. So one and two, if we're going to rank AFC quarterbacks, is Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Just whatever order you want to put them in. Yes. They're one and two. Yes. Who are three, four, and five between Justin Herbert? No, I got you. Hold on a minute. Joe Burrow, uh, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, if you want to put. I will put Burrow three. I'll put Burrow three. Recency bias. Kid is dynamite, and he's only going to get better and hopefully better protected. Burrow is three. Herbert didn't make the Super Bowl in his own building. Burrow did. Okay. Herbert didn't beat Mahomes in the in the AFC Championship game. Burrow did. Burrow over Lamar, who has an MVP. I would MVP. go Burrow over Lamar. Right, you're you're talking right now. I'm talking correct? about right now. Who would I take? I would take Burrow over Lamar. Okay, so you have and I take Burrow over Herbert right now. Okay, then I'll take Herbert next. Herbert four. Yes. Okay. Oh man! And this is my point. Look who doesn't make the top five. You're no, either talking a about an MVP a a or Russell Wilson. Who would I take right now to win a football game? Right now to win a football game? Or we're talking about career? Top five, no, top five right now. Right now to win a football game. Sure, if that's how you want to measure what your top five is. I'll take... Oh, man. This is how stacked the AFC this is. What, that's kind of my point. If like, Look who gets left out of the top five. When we're talking about quarterbacks, it's I've either... got. I've just got to take Lamar right now. You do Lamar five, okay? So Russell Wilson is sixth. 
at a conference, not in the whole league. I've just got to, based on what I saw from Russ last year, and I know Lamar didn't finish because he was hurt. I just, I think he's so special and so difficult, and in the way that Russell was years ago. And we're not even talking about. Obviously, Russell is right there knocking on the door. Derek Carr, who's great. Mac Jones has shown that he's going to be really good. You still have Baker Mayfield right there, like. Dude, you're not a Mayfield guy. Don't even, don't even come at me with that. I think if Baker Mayfield's on the Colts, they can go to the AFC Championship game. That would be phenomenal, and that's why you know, yeah, man, that would be phenomenal. Why do people act like Russ fell off last year? The man had, he did. He did. He had 25 touchdowns and six picks, and he broke his finger after he had an incredible start. DK Metcalf season. was on the side of a milk carton half the time, and still had 12 touchdowns. I know yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, well, it, didn't you have a couple games where it was like three or four yeah. or something insane like that? Statistically speaking, I don't know. It Russ, just doesn't feel like it. Russ it just ball, well, yeah, not, I mean, it doesn't I'm, feel like way, it. But when you look way, at the numbers, I'm not. I, I'm not. Carping on Russell Wilson. No, I know. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying yeah. I, Mahomes and Allen. Burrow, I'm taking number three. He just went to the Super Bowl. All right? And, you know, I understand that that Russ got hurt and Carson got hurt and they didn't have anybody to run the football. You know, I know that's a huge minus in this team game. Herbert is got. I mean, and I'll just take Lamar. I'm sorry. So you take Herbert over Russ? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Oh, yes, Sam. Interesting. And Russ can win it all, by the way. No question about it. And I'm sure he's going to take the chip. He's got a big, big chip on his shoulder. And Denver has every reason to be doing cartwheels to have him. Did you see he showed up and uh, he and his wife went to a children's hospital? I mean, this is what we're talking about here. It's a guy on his patch. He's going to have that Walter Payton Man of the Year patch on his jersey. And the 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 Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Locke, Joe Flacco um, carousel is gone. Gone. And there's so much to be excited about there. But to show you the deep end of the AFC pool, I'm I'm taking Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, and Lamar. Eight four four two zero four. Rich is the number to dial on that. How about you throwing that curveball at me right off the top of your head? Yeah, it's just. You know, your team's losing. I'm trying to... It's okay. Distract It's okay. Bit. You know what? My take on the AFC quarterbacks was minus eight. Oh. <laughs> and then you're reconfiguring the subject matter to giving you the top five quarterbacks in the AFC. That, um, uh, that conversation was plus seven. Oh. We're back. Just saying. There we go. Okay. A lot of, a lot of game left. Or plus five. One of the others. Hey, that's where we're going. Todd McShay, he's got his uh, new um, mock draft out. And uh, we're going to talk to him about the way these these pieces are falling. Now, the one issue here is he's got the Saints taking a quarterback and Kenny Pickett at 18th overall. That won't happen if they get Watson. That pick would belong to Houston. Obviously, Drake London going eighth to Atlanta as a wide receiver for Matt Ryan. That wouldn't happen. That would belong to the Texans, that pick. Charles Cross going to protect whoever's playing quarterback there in Carolina, sixth overall in his mock draft. That pick would belong to Houston. And those are the three teams. 
because the Browns are still on the clock at 13th overall. <laughs> That's their pick. As uh, Adam Schefter and Mike Garofolo and everybody else reporting today that the Browns have been told they're out. Watson's not coming. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, it'll be Todd McShay. And then guess what? Paul Pierce. Hey! All right, here on this busy March Madness Thursday. All right, Michigan's down by eight now. They've gone on a 7-0 run. A lot of runs. The game of runs. It is that. The make or miss league. South Dakota up by two over Providence. Uh-oh, Mike. It's okay. It's a, it's very early. It's early. It's very, very early. It's early. So um, did you put a poll question up or anything like that? That's not a poll question because we got five Oh, a poll question? There. No. How about, well, I could put, you know, who do you leave out? Or who would you put number five? Well, how about where do you think Deshaun should go? Put those three up. Okay. Looks like Deshaun Watson's coming to the NFC South. Welcome back, Tom Brady. Welcome back, TB12. Because coming, who's coming to the NFC South? But none other than Deshaun Watson. I don't think Tom's worried. No, I'm, I don't think he's worried <laughs> he's either. Worried about no, no, I'm, I'm, I don't think he's worried either. Because yeah. they, the uh, Bucks, by the way, signed Godwin to a three-year deal, meaning he's got his deal. He's got his. Um, he's got his security. He's also got the ability to become a free agent at age twenty-nine. So it's good. It's a win-win. Hopefully he will now take that money and buy a new phone, which I believe he probably already got because he <laughs> dropped his in the boat parade. Mm-hmm. You see Gronk was caught in a barbershop joking like, you know, he'll come back when it says on his time because Brady made him wait or something like that. That's funny. It's good stuff. Tommy and Gronky, that'll happen. You think Gronk's coming back? Why wouldn't he? Oh, yes. He had a great year. Oh, yes. That's Said he only wanted to play for Brady. Okay. We're with Brady. So. Yeah, it's oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, why Absolutely, he's coming back. You don't. Why would you even ask that? They're question? not in the NFC Championship, though. I'm picking against him already. At some point it's during this day. next commercial break, I'm with assuming somebody. Colorado State will miss a three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rich. Um, nice. It's a 10 point game at the two minute mark Ooh. of the first half. Oof. So um, Colorado State is up by 10 on that front. It's early, Rich. They're 8 for 18 from 3 already. Michigan, 0 for 7. There's a difference. Oh, they haven't made a three-point shot yet. Michigan is not. Okay, so there's nothing but upside. Todd McShay coming up in hour number two along with Paul Pierce as well right here on the Rich Eisen Show. And then Max Crosby in hour number three waiting on Deshaun and watching March Madness in the interim. That's how we're rolling on this busy Thursday.